the podcast. Thanks for uh, listening on whatever platform uh, that you're doing so or, and watching on whatever platform you're doing so. Appreciate you guys having us here with you guys here this afternoon. Uh, we actually have Ian and Matt Hello. here today How's with us. Ian Pataki and Matt Nowakowski. Correct. You got it. Dang, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's how we roll. I, I try my best sometimes. You know, it, it is what it is. I did have a tough time getting it before. Oh, yeah. I had to ask other people yeah. if I'm being honest. So it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so we got we got these awesome quad guys here today. Um, Ian's obviously been on uh, once or twice uh, on uh, the podcast. I've been on once before with the, uh, in the newbies episode with Jordan. Yes, correct. So he's been on once. Now, Matt is our our new guy. Um, so for those of you that don't know Matt, he's actually a good friend of Ian's, um, but he is a one of our quad builders now, which correct. is which is really cool. Uh, so I wanted to have Matt on and Ian because uh, they've been doing a lot of crazy stuff lately uh, with some quad builds, with some traveling, uh, racing, and all this stuff. And so we'll, we'll hit that as we kind of go, go throughout. But I really wanted to touch base with you, Matt, mm-hmm. about um, – you know, your background, who you are, give, give the community a little bit of uh, insight on who you are, where you come from and uh, kind of go from there. Definitely. Um, name's Matt Nokowski, like you said, first try, got it good. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I've been born and raised, I was born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. All right. So Brook Park suburb, uh, been doing that for a while, 28 years, I'm 28 years old. Nice. So <laughs> <laughs> after that, uh, let's see, I started out um losing my train of thought sorry <laughs> yeah, started so out uh starting out auto mechanics that's uh like career wise this is what i was doing uh, oh, wow. and uh that's basically all my background like work wise so i worked for ford um worked for at&t worked for a third-party company for them uh fixing vehicles so diagno- diagnosing vehicles figuring out what's wrong with this with a customer complaint and uh repairing it to the best of my knowledge um, so that's pretty much my background in the work field. Uh, nice. got a couple of siblings, uh, family wise siblings, my parents, obviously. How old are your uh, siblings? Uh, let's see. My sister is nine years older than me. So somewhere in oh, her wow. thirties. Uh, and then I got another sister that's a little bit older than her. Uh, we really don't talk too much. Uh, I would like to see her soon, hopefully for a solid uh, <laughs> right? a holiday or something like nice. that. Nice, that's always good. Um, and then I also got a brother, which he's the one that kind of got me into like uh, automotive and working, okay. working on cars. He's always a guy that let's build a, a drag car and go <laughs> go down the quarter mile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, now, are you the youngest? I am the youngest. I'm, oh. I'm the baby. So yeah, dude, yeah. baby Matt, <laughs> dude, I'm, I get to hang out with baby Matt all the time. I love this. That's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. So, so that's kind of what you did b- before you uh, before you got in the drone hobby. Um, now, now, talk a little bit about you know how you got into j- just the hobby of RC in general. Like, g- give us some insight on okay. wh- where that came about. All right, let me uh, think back here for a second. <laughs> Going uh, to the archives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, let's see. I started out RC. Um, my cousin got me into it. His name's Robert Pringle. Uh, he goes by Captain Uno. He's okay. been on a Rotor Ride episode, and uh, he's he flies with one hand. Uh-huh. Um, so he got me into airplanes, I want to say, six, seven years ago, something like that. I started with fixed wing. Um, and then from fixed wing... I, I was egging him on. I was like, dude, FPV is coming out, drone racing, you know. <laughs> you see that one little video, and mm-hmm. it just it blew my mind. And uh, so I was egging him on, my buddy Scott. I was like, drone racing, drone racing. Nobody wanted to buy a drone. Um, we would get the little <laughs> ones, the little tiny ones from, like, Toys R Us or uh, the Toledo show, the RC show up there. We would buy right. the little tiny uh, 
Proto X or something like that. And uh, I was like, well, I'm just going to get an FPV flying race drone if nobody else is going to get one. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of how I started getting into FPV drones and racing drones is I just went for it. And uh, my cousin found out how great it was. He went for it. And my buddy Scott found out, you know, I was like, hey, put these goggles on, you know, and <laughs> try this view. Yeah, it's you, awesome. you know, the yeah, first time. Exactly. FPV, oh, I know. Just like, oh, I was sitting away. in here and I was like man, this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's unlike, it's really unlike any other, um, viewpoint or experience that you have in, in, in any hobby. Right. You know, like even nowadays with the, like the VR experience that you have on PlayStation or or through Samsung or whatever, it's very similar, but the fact that you're like controlling something that's actually real life, uh, you know what I'm saying? Definitely an out of body experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a different thrill. I think it's, it's, it's weird. It's the f- weird the first time you, I don't know, orbit yourself. You know, you, you're not used to seeing yourself outside of your body looking <laughs> looking in. Basically, you know, I tell people it's kind of like the movie Avatar. You know, you, you put these goggles on and now your quadcopter is like the, the animals in Avatar. You, mm-hmm. you connect with it. You link with it. And uh, that's the way I at least... Mm-hmm. see fpv drones is i link with my drone I, I love on it a little bit you know i get to know it you know you and download into yeah, it like, exactly. Beep, 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 beep. Well, exactly that's exactly how i i look at a uh, drone flying so it, dude, it's a blast man. dude that's awesome and and if you haven't uh just to just a side note if you haven't uh messed around with fpv um, or maybe you have fpv or have the opportunity to be in fpv but you've never shared that with somebody other than yourself or maybe some of your close friends, I encourage all the community, if you have FPV experience, to share it with somebody else. Because like with me for my first time, and probably the same with us all together, is that when somebody tries it for the first time, even if they're not flying, even if they're just seeing what the of the what the quad sees, well, it's a it's a different experience, it, and it's and it's and it's fun altogether. It, it's funny you bring that up because like uh, me and Ian are in this little uh, crew, Cleveland Quad Squad, and. Uh, that's like one of our like main objectives is really? if somebody doesn't like if they've never experienced FPV flying or anything, we always make it a point to stop like this lady I Facebook lived. Her name was Janet and everybody called her FPV Janet because she was an old like 72 year old lady and we got her beneath the goggles. She doesn't even own a computer. She was like, I don't even own a computer. This is great, you know? <laughs> so, and we just had like a little tiny, maybe gremlin size uh, drone and we were going up and down the street and she loved it. So like, we make that a point to do that, you know? That's awesome. I know that Ian, you've been, obviously you've been working here for a little bit, uh, but I know that that's one of your passions. I know that you were, yeah. you've been kind of taking some, and, and I'm sure all the guys at the Cleveland Squad Squad, squad, squad have been doing this, but uh, obviously the, the interaction between you and I have been more uh, often than, than mm-hmm, Matt or any correct. of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've been talking about that a lot lately, about bringing people kind of underneath your wing or just right. teaching teaching younger individuals Definitely. about the sport and about you know, how to build and, and, and what the right way to go about it is and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah. I know that that's probably been something you've been really enjoying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, there, there's actually kind of in our area, we kind of luck out where, uh, me and Matt live back in the Cleveland and like Middleburg and Brook park area, mm-hmm. that whole kind of town and Parma area. We kind of luck out where we actually have three or four, um, young kids. I want to say that are below the age of 18 that are yep. flying FPV that are trying to race and that are coming out and practicing with us and trying to get better. So, uh-huh. and when we see that in just our small area, you know, we think on the huge scale, obviously we, we go to the big events in like Reno and stuff and we see 
Drobot racer who just turned twelve, yep. and he was so he was eleven at Dro- no at nationals. So it's oh like we see Drobot racer, we see Zero, um, Conrad uh, Miller's or Ferrati's son, Doma, um, Doma FPV Surge Surge from Pyroflip RC or Pyroflip, um, you know Doma, uh, even Banny UK. I mean he's older now, older than eighteen, but he's still like he's still one of the best pilots out there, and he's really young. Right, you have um, all these young kids looking up to these drone racing right. pilots that you know. And I, I don't know if per se that a lot of the drone racers realize this. You know, we see it on the local level. Right. You know, a lot, not a lot of these big guys get to see it on the local level like we do, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. Because yeah. Jimbo Slice is thirteen, and yep. he he's on our team like he's religiously. Like he shows up to practice. Yep. He travels with us to Akron. He went to finals with us to Detroit. He builds his own <laughs> 13, quads. He, you know, he fixes his, his own stuff. Yeah. He solders. He. He goes to the races. If he breaks something, you know, he just asks me for the iron. Doesn't I mean? Sometimes he asks me for help, but like, yeah. mostly he wants to do it on his own, right? You know, and he wants to learn and and you know, flashing firmwares and getting the latest and greatest of whatever it has to, whatever it is that you know he wants to put on his quad to get it flying. If that's mm-hmm. a turtle mode or whatever kind of modes we have, flip over after crash modes or whatever they're calling <laughs> yeah, it now, right? And uh, just like things like that, and just like learning how to pid tune, or or just learning how to take a tighter line around a course, like mm-hmm. as simple as we'll, we'll sit there, you know, when we practice, um, and I'll put my goggles on while he's going around the track, and I'll see how he's taking a line, and I'll say, hey, you know, Jimmy, you can you can cut that turn a little bit tighter if you you know you hug that pole a little bit tighter, right. and you turn a little sooner, then it'll you know shoot you straight into a line to get you that next that next gate. Two right. two times around the track, he's got that line. Exactly, you, you explain to him. That's yeah, how you we explain it to it, and young, he adapts. Yeah, the young people out there just learn. So, I mean, I'm 28. I, I feel old now. Think, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like 28 shouldn't feel old, but right? 28 years <laughs> young, right? Yeah. <laughs> TJ's back there. I think I think TJ's what 30 34. Yeah, so I think TJ's 34. Bob is also behind the camera. Good old Bob Parmalee. Uh, love that guy. He's, uh, he, what, are you, what are you, 35, Bob? Is that, is that right? <laughs> seven, seven, 72 years young, right? 76 years young. Okay, well, that's, that's a different story. He, he, let's just side note on that. Yeah. Bob Parmalee is a 76-year-old man. But he runs around like a thirty-five-year-old man. I'm just waiting for him to hop on the one wheel. Like I'm, I'm right. I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure that he can out bench me, out squat me, and probably outrun me at this point in time in my I'll life. Put I'm my not money sure. On that. I'll put my money on Bob's that. Bob's over there shaking his head. No. I love it. That's the that's the greatest part, and that's and that's the cool thing about uh, about this hobby. Whether it's quad racing, whether it's airplane flying, um, with the younger generation, mm-hmm. and and we say this all the time here at FT is that you know. Go and get people into the hobby early with some success, but, but don't just drop something on somebody and, and help them learn through it. You know what I mean? And that's a big thing. I know that you guys, that that's something that you can tell by just hanging out with you on a regular daily basis. That's part of your heart. Exactly. And I mean, like some of the first times we hung out with Jimmy as an, I'll use him as an example again, but, um, you know, the first few times we're hanging out with him, um, you know, he, he knew who we were and everything like that. And he was asking for all this help and always asking me to kind of not necessarily do it for him, mm-hmm. but to kind of, oh, can you do this for me? Can you just set it up really quick? And, you know, I, I really believe in the saying, you know, if you uh, give a man a fish, you know, he'll eat for a night. But if you teach a man to fish, you know, then he'll be able to feed himself for a lifetime. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, obviously I'd rather take the extra time to sit down there with Jimmy or with whoever it is that we're talking with and uh, show him, you know, look, if you go into here, you can download this software. This is where you find your firmwares. This is where you find your different um, types of 
uh, flight controllers to choose from and vice versa. And, you know, walking through them, walk them through a little quick, you know, PID tuning session or mm-hmm. or give them even just sending the simple links of videos that you've watched or that I've personally watched in the past to learn how I learned. I can forward right. that information over and say, you know, maybe just analyze this a couple of times or at least showing it. Because if if I just do it for them or if we just do it for them, they'll have, you know, the updates or whatever it is that we're doing, but they won't have the know-how and how they got there. Right. Why did it get there? Right. What do we have to do to get that? So, like, you know, I'd rather, much rather take the, you know, extra 20 minutes to sit down and show the person, like, here, if you click this, this will happen. Don't do mm-hmm. this because then this will happen. Right. Yep. Little side things. And, and I think helps. that that goes with anything, not not even just this hobby, but, I mean, anything that you kind of set yourself up for in life, you know, having people do it for you is, is good. Um, but building it yourself or, or doing something for yourself is better. Um, but I do understand the other side of things, which is actually on the flip side of that, which is one reason why you guys got hired here at FT Mm -hmm. is that some people don't have the time, um, or the ability at the moment to, build a quad Correct. which right? that's perfectly totally okay yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and when people come out and are like hey man can you just fix this for me I, I i don't have time or i got a job I mm-hmm. which we'll do it no problem exactly. but if the kid Jimmy yeah the, the youth it's more learn, towards the yeah. youth yeah i like to take the time but i can understand that you know anybody who just doesn't have enough time because Correct. of work mm-hmm. or you know family or anything you know that they right have to life, or, or even yeah life, life in general yeah, exactly. and and the, and the cool thing about um uh, just a, a side note on this, on the build kind of stuff that you guys are been, you guys have been doing, uh, along with TJ is that, you know, you want to get, and FT is all about this, but we want to get people into the hobby with an early success. Yep. And, and when you know that you have had a quad hand tuned, hand picked, hand built, hand flown, professionally flown and, and tuned in our backyard or in our shop and then sent to somebody like, you know that that's going to provide them with more than likely the best experience when it comes to f- early flight success. Exactly. Which, you know what I mean? I wish I had that because, uh, side note to that, back <laughs> to when I bought my first drone, there was nobody around uh, that mm-hmm. knew anything about the CC3D board, the NASE board, any of that. Right. So I had to drive like an hour and a half just to find one guy off Craigslist that my buddy <laughs> bought a drone from. To get some kind of like leeway on yeah. which way to go, you right? Know? And that was about two years ago. Now there's a lot more on YouTube and stuff like that. But exactly, how tos and all that correct. stuff. And it's funny that you say that because two years ago, um, we talk about this all the time. Two years in the hobby, like just like the airplane hobby, right? Is is ten years in the quad hobby? It's if not more. Yeah. You know I what was I mean? Like it's, it's like a, it's like if a five to eight, five to eight one ratio. Yeah. You know it's what I cra- mean? It's crazy. So which is because you look at the the technology is changing so rapidly. Every two weeks there's a new motor. It, in it's insane, and I don't know how that's possible. It blows my mind, but at the same time, it, it's killing. It. It's it's awesome. It's it's fantastic. The the amount of stuff that you this quad right here. This some of you that are just listening, you can't see this, but we have the uh, the stingy frame with. Yep. Top top of the line motors, top of the line ESCs, you know yep. all the top of the line stuff. What you can buy that for like four hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah, something. four to five hundred dollars. Yeah, and with they, a pre-built done. Yeah, and yep. this this kind of stuff is used to be seven, eight, nine hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, you know, just a year ago. Exactly. You know, and some of the some of the uh, equipment doesn't didn't even exist a year ago. Right, and it's funny because uh, the motors that you see on the quad that we have here on the table now, I mean, these motors cost about twenty two bucks, and mm-hmm. they're putting out like. 
500, 600 plus grams of thrust that the motors a few months ago were putting out that cost $27 to buy. Right, correct. These, you know, like old motors that the new technology is just surpassing what was, you know, the latest tech. So rapidly. And and it's a good thing. There's a good and a bad uh, to both of that side, you know, but there's a balance to find. And that's what we try to do here at FD, obviously. And, right. and and I think I think we're starting to find that balance. We have you guys here that are trying to keep up with the trends mm-hmm. um, to allow for the community, for Correct. you guys out there to allow for you guys to have the best experience possible with update to, up-to-date stuff. Doesn't mean you always have to fu- have the the most up-to-date stuff to fly right. racing, to, to, to just be in the hobby or freestyle. Because in my opinion, it kind of has come down to you know, how you fly mm-hmm. is going to probably be how you build your quad. Right. If you're a freestyler, you don't want the fastest quad in the market. Exactly. You know, you want something smooth. You want something chill that, that is, that is agile enough to do what you want to do, but not, you know, like, crazy a, like fast. a robot, right. crazy fast. You know exactly. what I mean? So it, there's something for everybody. My first couple of drones I, I've kept for a while. I didn't really update them mm-hmm. and just flew them got used to flying them right you know it's just now that me and ian are starting to race more against the professional people right that you know you have to keep up these guys have stuff that's unreleased the fastest the best already <laughs> like t- tuned out they've been testing it for months not even released yet and, and we, we haven't have, even seen it yet. yeah we have to pick the whatever's the best so that's yeah. why we're always like okay we got to try this option try this option try mm-hmm. this option they're but if you're just starting out keep a quad if it flies, it flies great. Learn how to fly on it. Yeah, and you then know? you can tune that and, and tweak that as you go. Exactly. Continue to yes. learn. And the funny thing about that is, is that you guys maybe aren't flying the, the top notch things at the moment. Right. But I mean, you were on you were on the uh, the waiting list for Reno, Correct. right? And then I got you, to, yep. and then you went there, yep. and then mm-hmm. you're on. Then you were at Reno right. plus one of your other buddies from Quad Squad, Kevin. right? Yeah, there was Kevin three Reed. of us. That, three of you guys. Uh, three of us that raced in Reno. Yeah, Ian uh, placed the highest on the list. He placed third on the list, which is like, um, just to explain it a little bit for people that don't know, um, you have your first and second in each region, which there's like 13, 14 regions or something in the United States, uh, maybe less. Uh, and then first and second place automatically go to the finals in the fast 56. Then people that place from third to sixth is on a a list called the Sirius 60. Okay. They get to race and qualify at Reno, at Reno to try to get into the fast 56. Okay. Then everybody else, um, in the finals, no matter what you placed, it was based on time and how many laps you got. Okay. Gotcha. Which that's what me and Ian were shooting for, mm-hmm. uh, from the get go when we went to the finals was, Hey, let's just at least try to get on the list. Okay. You're right. Um, so he got third, I got, I don't know, down somewhere on the list and Kevin got, I don't know, maybe under, under 50. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah. I actually think Kevin was like, like 23rd or something. Like yeah. That. Something like okay. that. Okay. And so you all raced at Reno, though, right? Correct, yes. All okay. three of us raced at Reno. And, and we'll talk about that in a second because uh, I want to revisit that because okay. you guys yeah. took a trip uh, out there. Correct. Um, but let's backtrack a little bit on how, because obviously you're both sitting here and and they probably don't know the story behind how you guys kind of met. Like how, you, obviously you guys grew up in the same area. Correct. correct. Same area. But well, but how how did how did you guys come together and it's so it's bond this beautiful kind of crazy i mean <laughs> i was gonna say it's kind of crazy, crazy that you just said of, that. like you just said i mean we live five minutes probably <laughs> 10 realistic seven minutes so we'll say seven, seven minutes, minutes. We live probably him. seven minutes away from each other realistically and if it wasn't for a couple of videos on youtube you know i probably would have never met met matt but um i re- wrote a riot like he said released a video about a one-handed pilot okay. um, which was his cousin and they were at a venue a qrgo race quad racing group of ohio Represent 
And, um, <laughs> and uh, they were out racing and uh, they had a shout out on the video. So I uh, never even had a Facebook account or I had like a Twitter. I didn't even have an Instagram or anything. I wasn't really big on social media, but right. I was like, oh, I'll make a Facebook. So that way I can look up these guys because I had just gotten into the drones and I was like, sweet mini quads, like people that are actually let's around me that fly. Like I could fly <laughs> with friends. So <laughs> I was like, let's go. So um, I look them up, Quad Racing Group Ohio, and then sure enough, there was a Cleveland Quad Squad page that had posted in the Cleveland in the Quad Racing Group Ohio uh, page that said, "Hey, we have a pr- practice racing sessions um, every Thursday from you know five till sunset at this location in Strongsville." And I'm like, "Oh, Strongsville is like 15 minutes from my house." So I'm like, "I should go check that out." So I was I got done delivering pizzas. I got off work one day and I went and met them out there. I saw Matt, our buddy Scott, and uh, his his lady Shia. And uh, yeah. Shia, and he, uh, he was scared of Shia. Side note, he was scared of Shia at first. <laughs> yeah, nice. When you first meet Shia, she can be a little intimidating. Nicest, but she's nicest the nicest ladies. girl ever. Yeah, nicest, nicest lady ever. Nicest. Yeah. Shia, we love you. Yes, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> we love you. Yes. Um, but so I I met them and he was they were setting up the track and we helped set up the track and then. Uh, I just started to go to the Thursdays more and more. And then mm-hmm. uh, Matt's like, hey, take down my number. When do you usually fly? I told him I fly every day that I can possibly fly. And he's <laughs> like, and I, I was like, down. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> I like go. to hear that. Because I told him I was trying to fly as much as possible because I was all about it. Still am all mm-hmm. about it. But um, oh, we, we, we could tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. We know. And uh, so he uh, so then we got numbers, exchanged numbers. We started hanging out more and more, started flying. And then, oh, what are you doing after flying? Oh, let's go get a bite to heat. Oh, and then next, you know, we started hanging out with um, Scott, the kind of like CQS headquarters well, is his garage. We kind of joke around. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, uh, uh, well, side note on that, too. Um, but CQS was like before Ian met us. Right. Maybe that was the first practice we ever had. We just like, oh, really? it was me, Scott, and my cousin. And we were like, <laughs> there's nobody in the closest thing was QRGO and Akron, right. which this is like an hour drive. Yeah, mo- most people don't want to make this drive. Um, so we just created, that's when we created the post and, uh, Mm -hmm. put it out there. And that's the first time Ian met us. And, uh, like he was saying, yeah, joking around, there's really not a CQS headquarters point. Right. It's his garage. But joking, it's like his garage. We go there and hang out sometimes after, after a practice or after a race or something. That's awesome. Just to kind of like, just what we call bench race, um, which is basically just talking about the new hype or just talking about, you know, how, how is that race guys come up or, Hey, you know, just. Just talking about quad stuff in general. Or, or yeah. what's Anything going on quad related or almost like on. almost like an open forum. Right. Yeah. Or hanging if you out. do need the, the cool thing is is these people that I've met in this happy, they're like some of my best friends that I've ever met in my life and some of the most genuine people that I've ever mm-hmm. met in my life. So it's actually like I could I could go to Scott or Rob with a personal issue of mine. Right. If I had like a legitimate Same. something that I needed to talk to, yep. I could go to my parents. If they weren't available, I could go to my I could go to Scott and Rob. I'd feel just as comfortable going with them. I could go to Matt. You know, I can I can go to you because I've known you right. long enough like mm-hmm. that um we're so good. But it's just like this the people the friendships that I've made, you know, because of this hobby, yeah, I I would uh I could never look back. Like Yeah. I don't, it's I can't cha- even it's changed your life. It, yeah, literally. Yeah. No, and, and I will say For this, the better. Yes, and I will say this that uh I know that there are a lot of people out there that are probably very envious of the of the relationship that you two have. Um and even with each other, but also the the rest of your uh quad squad. Because uh, it is genuine, you can tell. Yeah. Well, First and foremost, they, they you guys don't know this, but I mean I know this because I work here. But you know they they drive together every morning. 
Yes. Um, so they, they, they kind of, they kind of carpool every morning. They show up usually with the same shirt on, um, <laughs> today, not so much. Yeah. Um, we sometimes, sometimes this. the same shorts, you know, they decided today they weren't going to do that. Yeah. It's been three days in a row already. <laughs> um, but, but it, the funny thing is, is literally they, they plan their schedules around each other as if they were family. Yeah. For and, sure. and, and, and that's something that I, that I very much enjoy about you guys, because that's something that you don't always get very often, even in a friendship, um, even in a family at times. Uh, so it's really cool to see. And, and if any of you have met either one of these guys at a race or at, at an event that we've been at, uh, Matt, you were at flight fest, uh, East, East yep. uh, doing, helping out, out in the yeah. store. Yep. Ian was there at West and East. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you to definitely come up to these guys and say hi, introduce yourselves because some of the, some of the qualities, most quality guys is I've ever met in, in my entire life. And, and that's saying Thanks. something, cause I feel like I've met a lot of people, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, not that I'm the NLP all by any means, but uh, quality, quality dudes right here, which is really cool. Thank you. Now one, one thing, so that's a really cool story. Cause I, I love hearing how people meet each other, but also just like how they grow their relationship, which mm-hmm. you guys have obviously done quite yes. a bit in a very limited amount of time, Correct. which is, which is even better. Um, but, on top of that friendship and as a team and as a quad squad, you guys all, like we talked about earlier, you guys all got to go to Reno. Now take me through kind of how that process kind of came about and started and then how that evolved into cross country road trip, crazy racing, crazy live streams, meeting well, bunches of people, yeah. having fun with the FTAF and that flight test air force, right? all that stuff. So give me, give the community some insight on how that all kind of broke down. Well, what it all started with the regional finals, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. Finding out that we qualified to go to Reno. Mm-hmm. Well, before, now how did you qualify? I was going to say before that, there's like uh, maybe five or six in each region qualifiers. Okay. Uh, um, regional qualifiers. Yeah, correct. and and only like the top six from each one get to go and go to the finals, the regional finals. Region, and we're up in Michigan, right? Correct. Those okay. were in Michigan this year. Last year it was in Ohio. Um, okay. but. So we actually, we love traveling. I've been doing it since last year. I would go all over the places, North Carolina, Hawaii, all this, just to race drones. And then Ian, when he got on board, he was like, I want to travel too and race. Yeah. So we are like, we're going to hit almost every qualifier this year and at least get everybody, try to get everybody on our team in there. Some people didn't right. make it. Mm-hmm. At least get a couple people from Cleveland in, right. into the finals. Yeah. So uh, we go to New York, um, was our first qualifier, I believe. The right? Rotor Stars event. Rotor Stars in New York. Yep. Um, I was close. I think I was the only one that was seventh. close. Yeah, I tied with Awkbots. If you guys watch DRL, DRL pilot. yeah, the DRL pilot. Um, I tied sixth place with this guy, <sighs> and I have to go head to head. Mind you, head to head is the most stressful <laughs> racing. Yes. Super pressure. Uh, super yeah, pressure. Not to mention that I'm racing a DRL pilot. Right. That people are like, this kid's quick, you know. Right. <laughs> so I got my whole team. There's pictures out there. I got my whole team yeah, around me, out. pumping me up. Unfortunately, I didn't make it. He beat me. Mm-hmm. I gave him my all last turn. I crash out because I was trying to push as hard yeah. as I could. I mean, it's a tough situation oh, to be it. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. toughest. Um, so nobody uh, that day qualified, I don't believe. Our buddy Kevin qualified that day. That day in New York? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He placed... Uh, Kevin Meade placed like fourth or fifth. Okay. Right after... Hulk. Hold on, Kev. Yeah. Yep. And then so you, how many qualifiers are there till you get to regionals? Uh, there's, I want to say five or six. Five or six. six. Okay. Yeah. So do you just have to qualify for one of those? Correct. You okay. So qualify. one of those six races will get you to, mm-hmm. to, to, to the regionals. So to then you go top to top six. Okay. So top six. Now, once you get to Michigan, then what goes on from there? So then from Michigan, um, at this, at this year's uh, race, there was a, a certain amount of laps in a certain amount of time that you had to get to make what we were calling, you know, the list. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, and that was the minimal requirement. Or if you placed third through uh, sixth, you were put on the uh, fast, uh, the serious sixty list, which was the uh, kind of gate to Reno as well. The the pre um, the pre qualification kind of thing. Exactly, and then or if you know you can manage to pull a first or a second place finish in your regional qualifier, which was like six laps final. in two minutes, mind you, or yeah. two minutes fifteen seconds. It that was is fast. really fast. There was only a few people like that were doing Doma, like that. a couple other guys. Like, wow. Doma's the fastest I can so remember. So to run those in our region, because a 3C region, it happened to, um, we have some pretty fast guys. We've got guys like Terry Beast Mode, Terry Arscott, and a few other really, really fast Mind guys you, that are putting the pressure on them. They are pulling the laps like that. Mm-hmm. So to get first or second, you got to go faster than them. Yeah, which, which is tough, obviously. Ours is the last one, so we kind of have a little upper hand. So, like, right. we mm-hmm. can see where everybody's placing, watch video, so we know and stuff. what our cutoff is going to be. Mm-hmm. We have a certain amount. As long as you can get over that, you know for sure you're in because three C is the last region. Okay, to gotcha. That's but, good to um, know. It was yeah. It was ended up being 15 laps, which was uh, three heats of five laps. If you can get 15, or not even necessarily three heats of five. If you got one of three, uh, one of or one of four, you know, one of six and another five. Yeah. You happen to do that. You know, however you got 15 laps, you needed to get 15 laps. Right. And um, that's how you got on the list. And uh, that's what we were able to do. Matt got in because he, I think Matt had 14 laps. Okay. Well, everybody that had 14 and 15, Chris Thomas messaged and said, mm-hmm. hey, enough people dropped out. So if you got 14 or 15 laps, you mm-hmm. got to get in. Okay. Depending um, on how fast your time was for 50 correct gotcha. uh one of my birds went down i used some guy's backup so <laughs> i got <laughs> nice. yeah which i still raised it and did pretty good but yeah. i got 13 laps with a decent time yeah so i was like on a waiting list so i was like crossing okay. my fingers yeah, like, yeah right. exactly it worked out for you I, yep. I, That's I, awesome. you got a really fast 13 and then so you go to regionals you, you get you get qualified mm-hmm. and then you guys so then you hop in a do- van yeah, essentially so what then, happened. Well, <laughs> well, I, I, we found, I found out that we qualified. That there were three, po- or two for sure, possibly a third opportunity to be going and racing, um, for you know Cleveland's name and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in my case for the flight test name as well, and uh, at the national championship event, which would be really really cool to do. But it was, uh, you know, as you guys know, in Reno, which was kind of a a hike, and it was going to be hard to make yeah, it that's there. That's a good. That's a good hike. But um. Luckily, because of, you know, the uh, generosity and the care that uh, Josh has for for uh, for me and um, for the future of flight tests and the Air Force and everything like mm-hmm. that, uh, he was he sponsored uh, the Cleveland team. And uh, we all hopped in our buddy Rob's van, <laughs> uh, five guys in a van cross country. Nice. Uh, Which drove. some people were scared. Yeah, some, some people were nervous. <laughs> I like, was I'm not, ready to go. I mean, me and Ian were both kind of the same free care spirit. You right, know, yeah. like whatever comes at us, we'll deal <laughs> exactly. with it. But some of the other guys, they were a little, eh, a little yeah, twingy you know, there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I see yeah. you. But yeah, so we were. You know, Josh said that he'd you know help us out with the gas and stuff, and a which was meals, awesome, which was yeah. great, and the, the lodging expense, which is really all we needed to get out there. So we were able to make the trip and. So me and Matt kind of had this like inside idea for each other. We're like, uh, let's try and fly, whether it's a rest stop if we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just get like a battery pack in in each state that we pass through, mm-hmm. um, just to say you know we have footage of each of each location of each yeah. state. And we Great you know idea. we did that on the line on, on the way, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, got some really cool spots. I think uh, really memorable spots. We'll talk about uh, Utah was a really okay. nice spot. Um, me and my buddy Rob went on top of a, of a hill at a rest stop. That had the nice like "Welcome to Utah" sign on it. Actually. Oh, cool! And, and we actually got With, to like, watch the sunrise 
from that location because cool. it was yeah, like, like about four thirty. No, it was, it was six. Was it about six? Yeah, yeah. dude, you just woke like up six and I, it was like six. It was in about the six in the morning. I just like I, like he said, I was just kind of woken out of my slumber, and they were like, "Uh, do you guys want to go fly? Like you should, you guys should go. Uh, this is a really cool spot. Let's just wait and fly." And I was like, "Yeah." Just waking up, I was like, "Yeah, let's fly it." You know, but yeah, it was That's freezing awesome. cold. It was an awesome spot. There was a spot in Nevada we got to fly called Moon Rock. And the rattlesnakes and scorpions, you know, oh. possibilities. That's what they said, they but did. we didn't see any. That's luckily. probably a good idea. But it was really, really I, I um, carried awesome a stick location. with me. Yeah, yeah I carried just a stick in case to beat the rattlesnake came up. Sticks know? are good for rattlesnakes here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we, Dude, made we should it, talk uh, to we should talk to our uh, friend down in uh, Florida, good old Fred. He's a park ranger. He deals with that stuff all the time. Does he carry a <laughs> stick? I don't know what he carries. Oh, but okay. I think it's something larger than a stick. That's oh, for sure. Okay. That's awesome. But yeah, we take this. It was we what, went all the way to Truckee, California, which is just on the border of Reno, Nevada. It took us two days, I think. Okay. Yeah, a little over two. I would we're, say two plus. When stopping and stuff. Stopping it's like a day. Two to three days, It's like a on. day and eight hours if you don't stop. And right, you don't have traffic. Like, and It's a good 30, 32, and you can't stop for gas if you have a gas tank that'll get you the whole way. Oh, yeah. Like, you had to plan <laughs> your gas station. Right. We yep. had to plan for our gas station. Across the West. Because when you start to get into the Salt Lake area, there aren't gas stations for like... 60 miles 60 to hundreds of 60 miles 60 to hundreds of miles like <laughs> like you better fill up or you're going to be stuck on the side of the road waiting for somebody yep and That's we didn't awesome. want to we're a bunch of you know inner city guys <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. going across the, the country and we're like, like uh, cowboys dude. right like yeah we're we're seeing the uh, dust bunnies or the no, tumbleweeds, tumbleweeds blowing because the winds bunnies. were so strong like tumbleweeds <laughs> blowing across the road and stuff and we're just thinking that we're out in the old yeah. west and we're going to see some like cowboys like you know, commandeering a train or something. Like, oh my god! It was a great journey. It was journey, a great though. journey. No, that's awesome. And the place that we got to stay in in, uh, in Truckee, uh, the house we stayed in an Airbnb, which okay. I definitely recommend if you ever, uh, if anybody ever travels and does any type of staying anywhere for an extended period of time with, with a group. A group yep. An Airbnb is Airbnb. the best way to do it. Um, I heard that everybody got to stay. Uh, for five nights, it was twenty six dollars per person per night. You can't beat that. That's you about as good as it gets. And, and your the own going room. rate with hotels oh, yeah. in Reno was like one hundred and seventy because of the air races mm. and everything. Yeah, that's yeah, because it was on the same weekend as it's the national air races. So you can't air, beat that Airbnb yeah. all the way. So you get you get all that good stuff for super low price, which yeah. is really nice. <laughs> and they had mountains in the backyard of the house, so we were. I was testing out the Crossfire system, and we were driving okay. down like mountains, like miles away. It was Dude, pretty that's awesome. awesome. I know that TJ has been messing around with the crossfire as of late, mm-hmm. um, flying our trace quad, quad around, which mm-hmm. he's been loving. So oh, yeah. that's awesome. That's a, And I love that you guys got to go across country because you got that experience that you'll probably, you might get again, who knows, but it's very rare that many people get to go that long right. with that many people that they love to hang out with all the time yeah. and get that experience, which I, is really cool. Yeah. I asked my dad the other day, he's uh, 73, I want to say, or 74. Okay. I was like, have you ever traveled that far across the country? And he's like, no, the clo- like farthest I've been is Indiana, Illinois, <laughs> yeah. you know? So yeah, True. you're right on that. Like he's 73, 74, mm-hmm. not too many people Yeah, so that. if you haven't gotten to travel and you and you get some time to do so, my, my dad always told me that mm-hmm. as well. Like if you can go to a different country or yeah. somewhere far away from home for yep. an extended period of time, do it because you will not you will not uh, regret that by any means. So it's cool that you guys got that opportunity. Yeah. Glad the flight test could be a part of it, you know, yeah. and enjoy that with uh, the rest of the community because I know that they uh, – they, I'm sure they've enjoyed hearing about that experience and, and seeing some of the live streams, oh, yeah. um, seeing some of the content that I'm sure will will, will, will be coming up here oh, yeah. in the near future. Um, but then, you know, you guys get to Reno, uh, you guys start racing. Um, now, 
I don't know how it all went down, but I know that I tuned into one of the live streams uh-huh. that Matt you were doing. Yeah. You had already gotten knocked out at that point, yeah, or, yeah, or whatnot. Yeah, I got knocked out, and I always try to because there's not much live coverage at these events. Mm-hmm. So like, I got a decent following on Facebook, like five thousand people or something like mm-hmm. that. So they always tell me live. So my yeah. dude Mike Chin's like, hey, go live, go live. So. Yeah. Fortunately, Ian was still in it. Yeah. So right. I was like, hey, guys, Ian's about to go Ian's up. Check gone. it out. And that's yeah. when you tuned in. Yep. You know, I was right on that one. So, yep. yep. And and it came down to that was your final heat. Right? Yeah. I uh, had to get a five lap pace or I couldn't make it into right. the, the top 16. Um, so you had made it to the top I made it to 32 the fast 56, or 56. Okay. Fast 56. I made it in there. He was killing it. And mm. I was on pace for five laps. I was definitely going to be in top 16, but for I, sure. you know, had a couple, a couple things that kind of caused me to go down uh pressure, you know, yeah. one of them and a couple other. Weird did, you, did you hit a gate at one point or did you hit something? Yeah. Okay. I, I know I clipped a gate, threw me a little off my line and mm-hmm. I just kind of wasn't able to get back on. Right. Um, but that happens. It does. Those are the things it that happens, happens at race. I mean, happens. you look at some of the top racers that are are continually in these races, and sometimes they knock them knock right. themselves out as well. You know what I mean? Because it it's so uh, competitive, right? You know, you and can be top three one day and bottom fiftieth the next yeah. day. I always tell people once you get to that level where people are so fast, it's a fifty fifty. It's a yeah. coin flip. It's is your equipment running perfect that day? Yep. Can you do manage you have good video? Yeah, do mm-hmm. you have good video? Can you manage your nerves perfectly? Right. Uh are you gonna get mid aired? Are you gonna get off your line, get pushed into a net, which we had a net that was in a Reno, huge which was a huge issue. People were getting stuck left. We had right. a maximum of fifty feet tall. Yes. Okay. And we had exactly one acre of land. To work with. Oh wow, that's crazy! Yeah, and kind of with a fifty-foot tall net, you could imagine that when people were hitting gates and kind of yaw spinning up, they Ooh. were getting stuck in the top, and yeah. it was slowing down a lot of the racing because uh, they would have to take this like tow motor out and have a guy <laughs> go all the way to the top and just like <laughs> exactly, it was really, really slow. And then, unfortunately, the one time me and they Ian ran out gets, of gas, <laughs> and oh, gets no. stuck, it runs out of gas. I got so, my quad down first though. Nice dude. <laughs> Which it kind of, People were kind of upset because it shut down the event for an hour, but yeah. it, it, everything worked out. Yeah, time frame, yeah. everything it, it went flawless. Yeah, it was I, did, really I didn't. Good. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear any uh, any crazy negativity from the event by any means, which is really cool. And oh, and yeah. that, and I and first and foremost, I appreciate you guys coming on and and talking about that story and talking about the race and and the journey uh, because sometimes and whether we like it or not, but sometimes the journey is even more valuable than the actual event. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's funny because, um, like we were talking about the journey earlier and, uh, all of our buddies, every time we ever, I ever posted anything on Instagram or we ever imagined Facebook live or any posts on Facebook or anything, all of our buddies who were all going out there and flying, flying out there who are already out there kind of waiting for us to get out there. They're all like, Oh my gosh, you guys really are uh, lucked out. I should have drove. Flying was not the way to do it. Which they told us we were crazy for driving right. before yep. they got on the plane. Before they got on the plane, after they're already there and they're watching all this footage and seeing all these crazy cool spots like in St. Louis. We stopped some awesome spots yeah. to fly downtown, yep. downtown St. Louis and like all these and they're cool all like, spots. Oh, jelly. Literally. Everybody's <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, this is the most epic drive ever. I wish I was on this drive with you guys right now. And it was it was fantastic. The quad squad drive of life. It was awesome. It was. It was really good. That should be like the title Dude, of the trip. Is. Quad Done. squad drive, drive of life. life. Dude, drive of life. Learning Dude. things, having fun, flying with friends, yep. making memories. You heard it here first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I re- first of all, I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and chatting about that well, because I know that our community you know. would definitely love to hear about that. And um, also, I, 
I, this is some some of the inside footage that I haven't even heard yet, which is which is really cool. So I'm hearing it for the first time, as you guys are in the community as well. Um, so first and foremost, if you have not gotten to meet these guys, like we talked about earlier, go up, grab them at an event. Obviously, Flight Fest South is coming up. I don't know who's all going to be down there, um, but if they're down there, then come and check them out. Uh, come come say hi because they want to meet you. We're friendly we, for sure. Yes, they don't bite mm-hmm. I promise. hard. I promise. Um, <laughs> but uh, Ian, Matt, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, I really no appreciate problem. it. Thanks, thanks for having uh, us. It's been a blast. Like I always say, the podcast for me has literally been I get to hang out with my best friends and just talk about whatever we want to talk about and have some fun, yeah. which has been a fantastic time for me up to this point. And, uh, so, so that being said, one last thing I wanted to talk about today is, um, another, another little thing that, uh, helps kind of keep this podcast going, um, and helps us to kind of do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we partner with a lot of businesses. We partner with a lot of individuals. Um, but one of the one, uh, that we've kind of partnered with lately is lens rentals. Um, and you've heard of this a couple of times on a, a couple of different podcasts, um, they're doing a, a program with us, um, and kind of partnering with us with some of their camera gear, some of their, uh, affiliate stuff. Um, so actually there's a link that will be down in the description below, um, that if, uh, if you click that link and you go to lens rentals and you're looking for something to, you know, get for a weekend or get some new lens, get some new camera gear or even drones, they're even doing drones now, like oh, Mavics yep. and Phantoms really? and stuff like that. You can rent them or we can go on vacation yep. or we, it would have been cool for you guys to take on your, on your road trip, was, get some aerial photography. Mavic, yeah. yeah. You know what Never I'm saying? Really. Um, so you can actually go there, click that link and that'll actually will help support us to put these podcasts on and, and do all the other four or five videos a week that we do. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, we appreciate that help, um, not only from the community, but from Lens Rentals. You guys are awesome. Go and check them out because they're sweet. Um, okay. And secondly, if you have not done so, go, we're on iTunes and we're no longer on YouTube with the podcast, um, nice. but we're on iTunes. We're on Google Play, um, Google Music, uh, and a bunch of other different podcast apps, etc. cetera. Podbean. Podbean, correct. Um, so uh, go and check us out. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. That really helps us to know, give us feedback about what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. We want to hear from you um, to make sure that this is the best podcast that can possibly be. Um, and also share it with your friends. Uh, let them know that, that we have one coming out every week, mm-hmm. uh, or at least at, as often as we can, most of the time it's every week. Um, and also we have uh, four to five episodes a week on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So go check us out on YouTube as well because we're doing crazy projects. Like we just did a claw game with a drone. Right. It was Fantastic. Crazy. If you did not play the claw game, you got to go do that because that was uh, claw. Uh, uh, the claw. That was <laughs> so a cool. blast. Um, so yeah, so go check us out, rate us, and uh, for now, we'll see you guys next time. Yes. Deuces. <laughs>